The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. You're now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, health heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, health heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. This might be one of the most exciting episodes that I've shot so far. Um, you're about to meet one of uh, one of my good friends, Justin Gaddis. He is the uh, founder of GMPPodcastGroup.com. He's also my podcast producer. But before all that happened, um, he became my friend. And it's just set back because you guys are going to get freaking blown away with Justin's story, um, what's happened, how he's taken control of his life, how we met. Um all synchronicity um, through a friend, our, our buddy Merrill. Shout out to Merrill Watts out there for uh, just being who he is to connect us and, you know, being at the right place at the right time. Everything falls into place for us. And that's how things work. We should live our life in synchronicity. And that's what Justin and I are doing. And both Justin and I have been through a lot of stuff, right? We've had a lot of uh, challenges in our life. And those challenges of what have strengthened us and made us who we are. And um, who we are today, and I wouldn't trade it for anything, and I know he wouldn't either. So I want to welcome, with a lot of love, my buddy Justin Gaddis. Welcome, Justin. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for having me on. Dude, it's my pleasure. So what ended up happening, guys, was um, I got this buddy of mine. His name's Merrill. Um, I lived with him for a couple months, and um, I was kind of helping him you know, take care of himself uh, physically, but emotionally, too, because his wife just... Uh, passed away of cancer and um, anyway what happened was um, this fella Justin came over and um, I, I got to meet him and you know at the time Justin wasn't in the best health um, uh, Merrill had told me that he had um, had had a stroke um, in his late 40s actually some mini strokes and he had gained a bunch of weight and um, and then and then Justin we met right and um, and then why, why don't you just tell your story tell your story because like go back a little bit and like because this guy was like uh a, 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 a like a halfback he was like a um you know a star football player and an artist and an award-winning like you know uh photographer but like you hand him the football and he'd score like three four five touchdowns a game super fast actually probably faster than i am so there goes my ego and uh anyway that, so <laughs> you you were like a, a superstar athlete and you had this business rocking and uh, just kind of tell us about your past, like growing up and how you were raised and all that stuff. And then kind of what happened until the stroke. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I was born in the northwest Portland, Oregon, and um, I was in a middle class upbringing. You know, I lived on the standard American diet like everyone else, um, but I had a pretty good um family structure you know brothers sisters grandma you know we did everything holidays birthdays i mean everything was good i played little league baseball football i mean it was great times um i was uh, pretty good at baseball and football 
and uh, I was a uh, outstanding high school athlete and also an artist and a photographer. And so, um, that's awesome, know. dude. Like I, it's yeah. like my bring upbringing was kind of the same. It was like mm -hmm. just moms and grandmas all over the place and everybody kind of loving on me and I was playing baseball and mm -hmm. you know, just like, but you know, standard American diet and all that stuff. But you know, it was just like kind of middle of, I was kind of middle low class type thing. And it was like a great childhood, right? Yeah, it really was. And, you know, for me, I was always active and I would just eat anything, but I was always, you know, I was always running it off. So um, I didn't really, <clears throat> health didn't really hit me until after sports, you know, after, after uh, college, you know, I studied uh, photography, um, art, theater, um, spent some time in spit, uh, Spent some time in uh, film school, you know, learning about film composition, lighting, sound, things of that nature. Um, then I got married, and then everything kind of stopped, you know, physical activity. But I was still eating mm -hmm. and drinking soda pop, not really understanding what I was putting in my body, and then. All of a sudden, I started to gain weight, like quickly, and my body was used to going through this cycle because I was a wrestler as well, all the way through high school. And when I stopped being active, uh, my body needed uh, the routine of of what it was used to out of all those years. You know, football would come in the in the fall, so there was training camp in the summer. There was all these things, and then wrestling in the uh, in the winter time, baseball, track and field in the springtime. So, but when you stop, your body still want to do that, and you know, I wasn't doing that any longer. I was just eating and eating and eating, and then I can just remember one time, you know, looking in the mirror and I saw some stretch marks on my belly. I was like, wow, what the heck is going on here? Um, but it didn't, obviously it didn't motivate me to continue, uh, to try to do something about it. Um, and I was always thinking that it was, uh, physical activity. And I remember a coach telling me one time, he goes, well, you know, you need a diet. You need a diet plan as well. You can't just work. You just can't work out all the time. You gotta you gotta watch what you're actually eating, you know, because your metabolism changes as you get older. And so, um, but of course, um, being like most people, yeah, you think eh, when I get when I get around to it, you know, I'll go out and work out and um, I'll get it all off. But what I didn't realize is as you get older, it gets tougher because. <laughs> You're consumed with uh, going to work, consumed with family things, and your responsibilities change. And um, you're still not really educating on yourself on the things that you're actually putting into your body. And I never learned about labels or uh, ingredients that are in food, really, until after I had my 
my, after I had my stroke. Um, but we'll actually get to that. Um, but I, I, I lived several years eating the same food, McDonald's, um, uh, just eating meat and just um, not eating the proper vegetables or, or drinking enough water. I, I really didn't realize how important water is. And it, the water is the best, no calorie, it's the best drink in all the world. And it's so available to us, but we just, you know, I just didn't drink it. You know, I would drink other liquids thinking that, oh, you know, that just satisfied me. And a lot of them were sugary drinks, thinking that, you know, juice, because it's juice, it's good. You know, 10% juice. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll grab that because that soda pop has 10% juice in it. And so I was just fooled by the advertising, mm-hmm. you know. And so um, I went through a divorce, and that was like, I don't know how to say that. Divorce is like death. Stressful? Oh, it was very stressful. And um, I don't know. There was so many things that, that kind of went on in my life at that time. Um, how old were you when you had the divorce? Well, which one? <laughs> the first one. <laughs> the first, the first one. one, I was like 30. Okay, you're 30. Do you have any kids at this point? I didn't have any kids. It was with my first wife. Um, okay. Yeah, we didn't have any kids. Um, you know, we kind of... So then you remarried. Yeah, we. I remarried with who I call like my real wife. Because, yeah. you know, I was mature enough to understand things. And uh, we, had, we had children. We had, you know, I was working as a photographer and working at television stations. Um, you know, we we're raising a family. We had... Uh, almost three acres out, out in the, out in the country. You know, I had a view of the river, you know, I was living, living the dream. And then, nice. you know, something happened. And you were following your life, your highest excitement too, your passion. You were actually doing film and radio and producing things. You're actually, which is very rare today. I mean, that's like 26% of people are actually doing what they love today for their career. So for you to do that, that's kind of uh, rare. Yeah. It's like, but you were doing it, and then you yeah. had two children. Yeah, yeah, we had two boys, and I had a stepdaughter um, that I practically raised. So I call her my own. Um, so yeah, because I had always, uh, like I said, I was all before I was always into uh, photography and, uh, and and production, and so I was really into my. It wasn't a job. I really loved what I was doing. Yeah, and you know, thinking everything fine, and then. One day, you know, wife come home. Oh, I'm in love with someone else, and then you're like, "Oh," and it's it's it just smacks you, and uh, that's when uh, you know life really, really, my challenges really began. To, uh, you know, dealing with that denial of the fact that you know I was going, my family was going to be broken up, yeah, and the stress of that. You know, I can't tell you how stressful that was and what that does to the mind um, because you, you're in denial for a long time, but it just slowly, slowly crumbled. Lost the house, um, just figured out how to relocate, how to live again, I had to pick up again. So I was basically, basically homeless, but not homeless because I was living with a friend, but 
here are you now, stuck, no home, um, child support, all these things. Um, and then a work got slow. And so, yeah. And then I started gaining more weight. I think uh, my average weight in high school um, in college was between 160. And then I got my heaviest um, when I played college ball, about 175 pounds. But that's lean, you know. Uh, yeah, you got like best physique in high school, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, so that just give yeah. the listeners an idea. Like this guy was Mr. Stud. Like everybody knew who Justin was in his high school, you know, kind of the star on the football team, Mr. Physique. Yeah. Like it happens to anybody, right? What's the stuff like the standard American diet and the bull BS that's being fed to us on the television and in society is it's like nobody's immune to it, right? Right, right. I learned a lot of lessons because, you know, when you're good at something and you've been good for a long time, you, you, you get this ego and you mm -hmm. think that you can, you know, you can just kind of do anything, but it was the uh, humbling that I, I really needed when I, when I looked back at it, you know, um, I, I didn't think that at the time I was going through it, but, um, it definitely serves me well now. Okay. So now this girl's like, your kid's mom is like, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm going to go see this other dude. You're probably heartbroken. I've been through it. Um, you're gaining more weight. How old were you at this point? Um, this is around 40. Yeah. 40, 40, around 40. 40. Yeah. All right. 42. So between now and then, why don't you tell them? Cause you continue to follow your passion and then you started your own company and tell us how that, what did, and then tell us about that um how you know somebody came to you because i know you've got like scripts written for documentaries and stuff that you're working on you've had them for years and you're going to start pushing them out but you decided to take on this um music video and tell them about your business and how you took that on and what happened with that yeah well you know i'm a storyteller by you know by desire <laughs> um and so you know that's one of my skill sets which uh you know landed me to you know wanting to love and start a podcast and a business. But before then, um, I was just doing, uh, you know, many, uh, many stories, um, first people in the neighborhood, different businesses. And then, um, a client, uh, came to me who's now my business partner. He, uh, had an artist that was going through, uh, you know, a tough time drugs. He was really, really addicted to drugs. And, but he was a really, really talented, uh, musician rapper and I wasn't huge into rap um, music I mean as a youth I had my groups that I liked um, but I, w I really wasn't into it especially Sir mix a lot right right yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah when this artist came to me um, and his manager it was like well can you produce a video for me um, so we can put it on our YouTube. I'm like, well, let me listen to the song. And I listened to the song and I immediately, it immediately grabbed me. It was more of a, it was a real story that I, I, I thought that was very, uh, relatable to a, a lot of people, you know, it goes through drug and alcohol addiction and wanting to get out in the struggle, uh, of getting out. And so I, you know, have worked in production 
And uh, a lot of clients can't really afford, you know, a lot of people, mainstream people can't really afford, you know, production because it's so expensive. Um, but I, I thought that that story was so important that I told, um, I approached uh, the, the artist and his client and said, this needs a higher production value. Would you be willing to invest in that? And I wrote them a script. Um, yeah, and who he's talking about, just to just let me interject here for a second. He's talking about the guy's name is Roy Moore. And um it's called Third Twin, right? Is that the name of the Yeah, the, his name is uh Third Twin. Like uh, Yeah, Third Twin. I he's actually guys, if you guys have are been around, you know I already I, I through Justin, he hooked me up with Roy and I interviewed him on episode twenty two. It's Roy Moore, third twin how to overcome drug addiction. So if you want to hear more about Roy's story, go back to episode 22 and listen to it. So keep going, Justin. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was truly amazing. So I write this story and then, you know, I know how to produce as well. And I co we contacted uh, some people I've uh, had experience with in the business and uh, we all came together. It was, there was a uh, NBC used to uh, produce a, uh, a series called Grimm here in the Northwest here in Portland. Oh yeah. And yeah. And so we hired, you know, some of the crew there to put together this, uh, you know, amazing, uh, short film basically. And to make a long story short, it ended up, uh, becoming, uh, pretty acclaimed, uh, internationally, um, here in, uh, Los Angeles, New York, the Midwest, uh, London, um, South Africa, and uh, Nigeria. And so, so this music video was basically written at a high level as a short story for yeah. you and your talents. Yeah. And that kind of launched your creative business and kind of put you on the map. And you guys were like flying over the world and and yeah. like getting accolades everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, it was a real big deal. It was it was the biggest highlight to date um you know before for this business um yeah it really really changed the direction because it you know this business is saturated with people videographers and you know creative types you know um but it was that real story that really really launched um you know where i am today yeah okay so now let's fast forward things are rocking with your business you're kind of out of the doldrums now from uh you know from from the lady taking off and all that stuff you're still seeing her obviously because you know you got kids together so you have to you guys are having to deal with each other which hopefully went well yeah. um i know there was some struggle there but then just talk about the stroke what happened how old were you and when did the stroke happen because you everything's kind of rocking and rolling and then it was just like and like stop train wreck yeah i was 44 44 years old, um, my business was rocking, and I was in a uh, in a in a studio on the other side of town from where I'm at right now. And me and my partner, we we had a uh, Netflix producer in. <laughs> this is funny. In our uh, in our studio, we're trying to negotiate a deal, and then we get a, a knock on the door and we get 
uh, some people coming up the stairs and basically telling us that we got to pack and get out. And I was like, are you kidding me? And so we didn't understand what was going on. But to make a long story short, we got evicted, not 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 by our fault. Um, the uh, building was owned by someone we didn't know. And we were just informed by our landlord at the uh, final, the twelfth hour, that we we got to we got to move, and so that was just a tremendous amount of stress because I had built that business up um, for like. So it wasn't for non-payment. They just said you got to go. It's almost like the movie yeah. Zohan. They're just trying to get them out of there. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That's what keep happened. raising the rents and then push them out. Yeah. And so all my clients that I had built up from there didn't have a place to come and do their production. So I was effectively out of a job. Mm-hmm. And so that, that was it. So my, my GMP, my Gaddis Motion Production Company just kind of went flat from there. And um, on the day I was moving out, a friend of mine gave me a call. And I hadn't talked to him for, I don't know, a couple years. And he says, what's going on? How, what, how are you doing? I said, you know, I tell him the story. And he goes, you know what? That's a good thing because I got a house that I just bought and you can come stay there. And I'm like, whoa, this is, <laughs> this is, the timing is just so perfect. And um, so, yeah. It, my life, that was Merrill, right? Yeah, that was my friend Merrill, our mutual friend. Uh, yeah, he let me stay uh, in his uh, house that he just purchased uh, out in Mount out in Mount Tabor, around the corner from his residence. And um, we reconnected um, while I was trying to, you know, get my life back, um, get my business back going. Um, we had already produced a video at this time, but we hadn't launched it at this time. And now, had you had the stroke at this point? No, I haven't had the stroke. At oh, this okay. Point. So I'm there. Um, we just finished the video in production, um, and then we we submitted it, and then it got picked up by film festivals. Um, but here I am without a job and without a uh, place to do my work, and you know still trying to figure it out. And I think I went to, uh, for me emotionally, I went to eating. You know, smoking pot. You mm-hmm. know. Uh, to deal with the um, uh, just the, 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 the stress, yeah. So I'm not so depressed, um, and just eating. And I just ballooned to about 260 pounds about 100, almost probably 80, 80, 90 pounds heavier than your fighting weight. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. that's a bunch, yeah, it's a bunch. And then I was started getting nosebleeds just to give people an idea go grab two 40 pound dumbbells and walk around all day and sell see how it feels like <laughs> right right that's a lot yeah so the first sign for me i i started getting uh a lot of nosebleeds and i didn't understand what that was from i mean it was just just come out of nowhere um i wouldn't go to the doctor i was just i don't know just taking it day by day, doing the same routine, doing the same thing, expecting. Okay, dude. So you started getting nosebleeds 
this is a perfect time to segue, guys. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to go into and stick around because he's going to get into what happened when he stroked out. We'll be right back. The average person today is carrying around 6 to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material and mucoid plaque in the small and large intestine. That's gross, but worse, it's super unhealthy. That is why we created Gut Detox Formula. This ancient 1,000-year-old formula from India gently micro-cleanses the intestines, removing all of that funk and gunk and junk that is destroying your health. The best part? It is super gentle, and there is no diarrhea like most gut detox products, and it's made with the same chemical-free body promise, no stimulants, 100% nature, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I am back with my good friend, Justin Gaddis, and um, Justin was just telling us, like, he's, you know, he's got this amazing, like, music video it's circulating around the world winning awards and accolades all over the place but he's basically thank god for our friend he's living in his house um rent free or maybe they charged you a little bit i can't remember um but anyway um uh and he's just depressed he's eating tons of food he's gained 80 90 pounds remember this is mr physique in high school okay and he's still following his passion his work and stuff but you know his body and mind aren't kind of working like they used to everything's kind of slowing down a little bit from all that weight gain and the poor foods and all that and then you started having nosebleeds so that's where we kind of left off so your your nose is bleeding what happened next well i ignored it and so um yeah i just i pretty much ignored it thinking that yeah i'm just stressed out you know it'll go away you know i was just in this um repetitive bad situation man you know where you know i was just searching for answers and searching for something waiting for something to happen you know and uh and then i get a phone call my mother passes away she dies she dies of a uh, uh basically heart attack stroke Heart disease, heart disease, congestive, what do they call it? Uh, congestive, congestive heart failure. So your mom, your mom has a stroke too. Yeah. And yeah. we forgot, I guess I forgot to mention that um, my sister, uh, my oldest sister uh, passed away um, of a stroke. Mm-hmm. Um, probably two years before I produced the music video. So we had we had the high blood pressure going, you know, in the family. But we we ate really bad. I mean, we had the southern thing, so we ate, you know, hot dogs, the chitlins. I mean, the I mean, just I mean, really bad food, man. And when I really so this is a perfect it. example, Justin. It's like because a lot of times the doctor they'll they'll check your history and they're like, oh, well, you're more susceptible to. You know, oh, yeah, diabetes in your family or breast cancer in your family or strokes in your family or hypertension or blood pressure. Yeah, guys, you might have a predisposition to that type of a weakness. But if you look at it, the people in your family are all eating the same shit. Yeah. I mean, that's usually what it is, right? They're, they're, they have the same type of food they're eating, the same type of stressors in most cases. And, yeah, if you subject yourself to that, then 
looks like uh, his sister died of a stroke. His mom died of a stroke and heart hypertension, all heart disease. And then Justin was right going down the same path. Yeah. Yeah. She died at 46. And, and, and the crazy thing, when I had the stroke, I was around 46. Mm -hmm. And when I look back now, I look at all the foods that we we're eating. I mean, I remember the collard greens and then we eat them. And they're hot. You, you're not really seeing all the bad stuff in it. And then you put it in the refrigerator. And then the next day before you warm it up, you see it's coated with like thick grease, grease. <laughs> and then, you know, they cook food with lard. And I mean, just things are just horrible, but tastes great. Tastes great. Exactly. But, you know, we didn't know about it. No one ever told us You know, us you, about you, it. you remember when we interviewed Charles and he said he was like, he, I never forget that he's like, nothing tastes as good as healthy feels. Right. He said that. And because, you know, he almost died of cancer and he yeah. healed himself of his own cancer by changing his diet. So anyway, nothing yeah. tastes as good as healthy feels. And I get it because, like, it's the same thing with, like, pizza, man. It's all hot and dripping and on you. Dude, I used to mouth the pizza. I was excited about pizza. Hey, what's for, let's do pizza. You know, that was like so, and you can still do it. You just have to do it healthy now. But I would eat that. And then the next day, there's nothing like cold pizza, but it's the cheese and stuff. It's like, it just, it gets hard. You know what I mean? And I didn't think it's like, it's doing the same thing to my arteries. You know, I just, you don't, you don't think about that stuff. You just like pizza good. <laughs> you know, it's like eat, right. eat pizza. And I just gored myself like a lion. So anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get back. My mom died. Yeah. And that was that was more of a mental that was just like devastating to the point where I didn't even grieve. I was so stunned by it. And um it was at the same time my our friend our mutual friend Merrill's wife was uh battling um ovarian cancer. And she passed away not too long after my mom died. And this is where I met I met you, you know, I met you, this um, guy that was really into health. And when I met you, you were just always healthy. You were just a healthy person. And you just reminded me of, uh, you know, I thought you remind me of a, a person that's trying to push religion on somebody. All right. Like you need your help because you're in hell. But you were telling me I was in health hell and I was in denial because that's usually the first sign. We always deny things. Mm -hmm. oh, no, I'm not. No, you, you're too much. You're just trying to sell what what you what you're trying to sell. And um, I and I'm like, well, this guy looks great, and he's doing things that I could used to do. I mean, he can run. This guy's running sprints. I mean, he's doing all these things that. In my late forties, by the way. Yeah, in the late forties. <laughs> I took you sprinting with me, remember? Yeah, I do, and I, I I couldn't do it, you know. And these are the things I was really fast, man. And yeah, I was like, wow. I said, man. I said to myself, what what would I do? I would do anything to have that energy. And then I was like, well, <laughs> would I? <laughs> and, yeah. Am I going to do uh, really what it takes, you know, to do this? And, um, but like, like I said, I was in denial, even though um, I got a call 
to be able to do something about this, but I was still in denial of, but, but what I realize now, my denial was really addiction, addiction to the food, Mm -hmm. you know, thinking about them cookies, those chips, uh, you know, because it was, it was satisfying, satisfying, not physically, emotionally. It's like, "Mm, it's good. And I remember you saying, man, you don't need that. You, you can do without that. It's all in your mind. I'm like, no, man, I really want this. <laughs> I really want this food. Uh, and so uh, just seeing uh, just seeing you go through, and then you shared your story with me. I mean, you showed me your, your, your scar from your surgery, and then you showed me a picture when you were overweight. And I was like, I was pretty stunned because I didn't believe that until I actually seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember too, dude, like I had run into you a bunch of times. I don't remember exactly what the conversation was, but one day you finally came up to me and you were like, I've been watching you and I want to let you know that I've also been listening and I've started applying some of the things that you've told me or shared with me or shared with Merrill just from being a fly on the wall and they're working. They're working for me and I want to know what more I can do. And that's, I think, when I put you on Gut Detox and Green 85. Yeah, you did. Uh, the Green 85, when I drank that for the first time, I had never. It reminded me of wrestling when I was uh, cutting weight. And then I was finally able to, to drink some dang water and how that rejuvenated me. Now, the Green 85 supplement. When I drank it, I just got this energy. I felt youthful. And it really made me a believer. And and then I looked at you differently. I really did. And I was like, well, you know, this stuff this stuff really, really works. Um, and I just started with that. I just started with that habit. And then I slowly started to you know, gain my youth back. It was real gradual, but it was like, wow, you know, you know, this is really possible. And then um, I took a look at another product of yours. It is called, it was at the time it was called Gut Cleanse, but it's the Gut Detox right now. Mm-hmm. And what that did was it made me start studying about, you know, gut health. And I'm no one ever. I mean, I've been through. I've been to college. I've been through high, I mean, health classes, and I don't remember that. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. But um, you know that everything starts in the gut, and yeah, I started educating myself, and it started making sense. And every single product that you had about that, uh, it worked. Everything works. And it was really surprising to me because a lot of stuff on the market, they're just trying to sell it to you. And so you get this in your mind that, well, anything, anything people are trying to sell to you, you know, they're just trying to sell it. But no, no, your, your products really, really work for me. And, and it's really the story behind it. And you really believe, and I'm, I'm sitting here with, you know, the owner of the company. And and then I, one thing, I, when I met the formulator, when I met Dr. Scott Treadway, to see how 
Um, the guy's like 70-something years old, man. And the guy just looks like he's 50, like he like he could run a marathon. And more than anything, his how happy he was and, and how he was just so youthful. And I felt like, you know, I'm hanging out with one of my high school buddies. You know? Yeah, he's awesome. I love Dr. Trudley. He, he really is. And you can relate to him. And you can you can really tell that he cares about health. And I was just like, well, man, you know, there's a there's a lot of people. There's a community of people that really are passionate about health. And you, uh, Tim, was the first person in my lifetime, you know, that was just really living, you know, living, living his word. And so, um, because that stroke really, 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 it, it, it made me realize what the stroke really did to me. Like, I really struggled. You know, I was a really good speaker, you know, in, uh, in, in, in college and high school. I was a really good interpersonal speaker. Well, it took that away. And I'm still trying to get it back now. You know, this interview, I was kind of nervous about it because, you know, I'm still... You know, my brain works. I know things, you know, but still getting the, you know, to get them to sync together, you know, is what is what my challenges are now. I have to learn how to write again. And the funny thing about it, uh, the stroke, because you don't feel anything, you know, it just it just kind of happened. And so um, getting back to what happened with the uh, with the stroke um i had my bloody noses um my mother mother dies i'm in depression still eating bad foods um kind of had a bad attitude um not not doing mental exercises and then one day um we had a, my neighbor uh, invited me over and they thought that I had been been drinking. And I'm like, I don't drink. And she goes, well, are you sure? You, you're like, I said, well, I have a beer every once in a while, but you know, I don't really drink. Well, you're, you're kind of slurring. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, I must be tired, you know? And then uh, later that night, another buddy came over and he goes, we having a conversation. He goes, yeah, man, you drunk? You don't drink. And I'm like, man, is do you really, you know, you can you really tell something different? And he goes, yeah, man, you sound like you drunk. And I thought about it, and it made me think of my sister on the day she passed away. Uh, she was with somebody, and I guess uh, she was one of her coworkers. And my sister started to slur. And then she didn't realize kind of where she was. And um, they took her to the hospital and she already had stents. Um, and it was really alarming. We get a call so we go to the hospital and you know, I'm thinking, all right, she's gonna make it, she's gonna make it. And they call us back and they go, you know, so she's, she's brain dead. She's not, she's not going to make it. And she's sitting there on the table. She's like 46. It blows my mind. She was 46. And 
here I am reminiscing about that those moments and how, how that was heartbreaking because my sister was super popular and that's how I met our mutual friend Meryl through her you know mm-hmm. and she she was lo- beloved by I don't know so many I mean her memorial service you couldn't even get into the church there were 250 people outside that couldn't get in and so you know all those memories start to come back and then I was outside, I go outside to get some fresh air because, you know, I was just kind of feeling weird. And then my friend, Merrill, he was just walking down the street and this is two in the morning. And sounds like something Merrill would do. <laughs> right. Yeah. He, it was like two in the morning and he's dealing with his wife, uh, ovarian cancer and things like that. And, um, I go up to him. He goes, hey, what's going on? I said, hey, hey, man, I think, I'm thinking, I think I'm having a stroke, man. And he goes, wow, maybe you need to just go lay down. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll go lay down. So a couple hours later, he comes banging on the door. He goes, we gotta get to the emergency room right now. So they take me to the emergency room um to check me in and tell me what the symptoms i was explaining to him and then the nurse uh at the front desk she was uh like okay i want you to calm down but you are having a stroke as we speak and so they admit me right away and uh take my blood pressure i mean it was triple digits i mean it was oh man two 10 it was very very high um yeah and um yeah they they immediately injected me um with medication to try to get it down and I, and uh they sent me to mris um and cat scans and uh the cat scan they came back um and i had had seven seven strokes um, and it was basically, I was heading, I was heading to go lay next to my sister and mother. Um, if, if I hadn't had gone to the hospital that day and they admitted me and I stayed there for like three days and it took them the, you know, basically two and a half days to get my, uh, blood pressure down. Yeah. And, uh, finally you know, I was able to get out and on several medications, like six, six or seven, cholesterol, um, yeah, uh, water. High pill. blood pressure, lots of meds. Yeah, lots of meds. I mean, I can't even tell you. Uh, yeah, a lot of them. And so, yeah, they immediately got it and I, I started uh, a regiment. And when I started that regiment, you know, it was like, oh yeah, you take this pill and you'll be fine. Yeah, you just you just take your pill. You kind of eat what you want, you know. And taking the pills just really didn't make me feel any better. It actually made me feel worse physically. You know, it was just a period of just taking drugs. Um, and then uh, that's when I, you know, that's when I met you. You know, um, and to learn about food. 
and to learn about, uh, you know, supplements. You know, it wasn't only food. It was about, you know, how you supplement yourself, you know, uh, putting the right foods and the, and the right um, vitamins inside of you and learning about uh, uh, just just ingredients and all these things that are not good for you, fillers and uh, artificial things, preservatives, you know, and just learning about, you taught me about sprouts, living foods, none of that. I had no education on that. And you still eating sprouts? Oh yeah, I love them. I know I know you are. Yeah, yeah, I really do. And uh, you know, it was that sort of education and then I started Real men eat sprouts. Yeah, I started to feel a lot better. And then <laughs> I started to en enjoy those things. And you know, it just changed uh the things that I intake. And then at that point I quit dairy. Um cheese milk anything anything dairy i mean my sugar intake got cut i used to like carrot juice a lot you know and i was thinking that was so healthy you know beta carotene but i was really addicted to the sugar mm -hmm. you know and then bananas i used to tear them up thinking that they're so healthy because of potassium but man they carry a lot of sugars so just learn you know go ahead well i was going to say it's, it's crazy because i remember some documentary or on TV or something I saw, it was like, people are always like, if you ask them certain questions, there's these knee jerk reactions. Like where, where do you get potassium? You ask anybody, it's almost like they're going to tell you bananas. But if you look on a list of foods, actually a McDonald's vanilla milkshake has more potassium in it than a banana. <laughs> Let's just put that in perspective. Yeah. Like, but we have these things that we brought up with, they become belief systems and we just go with it. And we think that's the way it is because that's the way it is, right? That's the matrix. That's the matrix wrapped around us. So anyway, man, I think right now we're going to take a quick break again, and then we'll come back from the final segment and then we'll just start talking about your successes. And we also are going to talk about Justin's 70 year old father and what he's done with his health. So hold on to your hat. We'll be right back. Turmeric has been used for thousands of years all across India and Southeast Asia and is one of the best anti-inflammatory compounds on earth. Now you can get these incredible benefits with the new chemical-free body Turmeric 100 liquid drops. This ethically sourced breakthrough solution absorbs over 100 times better than regular turmeric products, eliminating the need to add black pepper. Turmeric 100 helps against inflammation and pain and is made with the same chemical-free body promise. No stimulants, 100% natural, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with my buddy, Justin Gaddis. And um, so what we've done is we've talked about Justin's backstory, athlete, Mr. Physique, winner in his high school, scoring touch of tons of touchdowns. And then um, he his passion's like film and taking photography, and he's got this award-winning like music video that's circulating all over the world. And But his health caught up to him, and he stroked out. And he almost died just same way his sister did his older sister and his mom. So it was a uh, pretty crazy stuff. I'm like just hanging. I mean, I've heard the story, but you've went into it in a, a little bit more detail in a couple of spots and are just reminders, dude. It's, it's, it's crazy, dude. And um, I just want to say that like there are over, there's almost 800,000 strokes a year in the United States and about 610,000 of those are new strokes. So 
well over a half a million people that have never stroked out before are having it every year. And of course, those numbers are on the rise. And if we talk about, um, you know, people with high blood pressure, it's crazy. 47% of adults in the United States have high blood pressure. Think about that. It's like 116 million people. They have hypertension, high blood pressure, whatever you want to call it. So and that just means that their um, systolic blood pressure is greater than 130. And that their uh, systolic blood pressure is greater than 80. Right. So, Justin, I know your blood pressure was like at the peak it was like 210 over 110. And um, uh, what's your blood pressure like today? That's pretty normal. And then it's uh, like one, 120, uh, fluctuate between 110 and 120 over like 75, 80. Yeah. Yeah. And just yeah. recently you got off all medications because you texted me and that's why I'm like, it's time to get you on the show. Yeah. I mean, I started, I just changed everything. Um, started eating uh, more plant-based. I mean, I do dabble in a little meat every once in a while, but uh, no, I mean, it's not uh, 95% of my diet is plant-based. Um, I drink nothing but water and, you know, I love and, and coconut milk. I really like that stuff. I mean, that, that feeds my, uh, my, my sugar. Uh, well, here it is right here, dude. Wednesday, September 21st, 6.27 p.m., Justin texted me, I'm officially off all medications, yeah. exclamation mark. My body is transforming, exclamation mark. I'm just happy, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, That's awesome, dude. Yeah, because as, uh, as I changed my diet, um, I felt um, I had a lot of more energy. And so... Um, you know, I picked up uh, uh, a routine of, of exercising. Uh, I make sure I get at least 300 uh, minutes a week uh, of exercise um, because I had I had the energy to do so. And so it was like they were, you know, uh, hand, they became hand in hand, became a, a lifestyle for me. And yeah, and you actually got on the X3 bar too, which is that elastic band thing that I recommend yeah. to everybody so that you can That's right. triple your muscle growth, only have to work out five to 10 minutes a day doing that for, for resistance training to build strong bones and, and muscle and you don't get injured with it and there's no soreness. How's the X3 been working for you? Oh, it's great. I mean, I really love it um, because I'm not big. <clears throat> I'm not, you know, in my age now, I'm not big on weights. Um. Yeah, you know, it's been fantastic. So I got that and I have a total body gym. Um, and then I have a, a spin bike. And though that, that's my exercise. That's my exercise yeah. routine. Um, I make sure I do, uh, every morning I get up, I do at least 20, 25 minutes uh, on the spin bike and I stretch. And, and, and the mental part, you know, of having total silence in the morning, um, stretching thinking, thinking about the day, because I, um, I like to start off being positive, you know, and, you know, that motivates me and that, that keeps me in line to, to keep everything, to keep everything in sync. And so it's really uh, been a whole lifestyle change for me. So do you, you not turn on the news and stay off of social media in the morning? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't grab my phone the first thing. Nope. The first thing I do is get up and drink 
uh, a glass of water. That's the first thing I do, okay? And then uh, I follow it up with green 85 um, um, and turmeric. And then um, I do my gut, uh, my gut detox every single morning. Um, and now, if, if, if I can't miss it, it's a problem. So it's a real, real habit <laughs> of mine. Yeah. I don't think, uh, I don't, I can't remember the last time um, I didn't do that. Yeah. So, and this has been what? This has been like a three year process, right? Yeah. Yep. It's been about a three year process since we met and you got started on this lifestyle. You yeah. literally made it a lifestyle. You, you started taking the products, you started doing the basics, you'd start drinking water. Um, one, uh, do an X3. One thing that I, and your spin bike, one thing I remember that I was really, you were actually better at me was like, you don't eat after 6 PM. Yeah. Yeah. Like you made that like, whoop, that was it. And I'm like, you gotta hurry up and eat. If I'm going to do it. Cause the 6 PM is coming. And it's like, that's powerful stuff right there. Yeah. Yeah. The 6 PM rule. That was one of the things that, you know, that really helped me and I, I could sleep better. And it seemed like they really helped my digestive system, you know? And that was really a key to keeping my weight down. And so, um, and then just drinking a, a ton of water, you know? And so, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you got healthier, you started feeling better, mm -hmm. and then you started your business up again. Yeah, I started my business up again. I mean, um, yeah, I left uh, left Merrill's house uh, with roommates and stuff. Uh, as I started gaining my clients back, started getting work back, and then uh, you know launched uh, the Health Hero Show, and it was really awesome. And it started to uh, pick up and take off, and then um, I was able to get a couple more clients because of it. And you know, now my, you know, I got I got several shows now, and. Uh, I started a business. I got my own studio back, and now it's mine. <laughs> I paid the lease, and I'm pretty sure everything is pretty solid. And it, it is actually better because uh, better facilities. Uh, You're in your studio right now. Yeah, I'm in my studio right now. Better location. Um, yeah, and so uh, you know, I became uh, got happier mentally. Uh, gained started gaining a lot more confidence. Um, yeah, um, I'm seeing my uh my my abs and everything coming back my body's like really transforming um and i'm just learning to have uh to do things very consistently and, and being very disciplined about it and uh my speech is uh you know working on my speech go to the speech therapist um you know that's all coming back um yeah man I, i'm i'm in a, i'm in a good place um, yeah. And just to, just to throw this out there, cause I'm, I'm hoping that the people that are listening are going to share this with anybody that's had stroke, um, that had, it has to relearn to do stuff. Uh, we've had my other buddy, Sean Inton on the AKA the stroke hacker. Right. And he basically had to learn how to walk and talk again and think, and Justin at his level, same thing. Right. And supporting the, I've helped both of these guys with detox in their body, nutrition and giving them things to work on stress like i know justin because you do the meditation in the morning now it's, it's just a habit getting in the right frame of mind being calm so because it you know as soon as you turn on the phone or start making phone calls you know business is it's it's going to come at you but you've already set the tone for the day 
through the meditation practice, getting doing the right things, moving your body, getting exercise, you know, you're pumping oxygen to your brain. And that's the and that's the last thing that I want to share is like is like if you were if you had a stroke, um, you know, number one, here's the deal. Anybody out there, if you ever have a stroke, well, hopefully you're gonna listen to this podcast and start taking action so you don't and change your life, become your own doctor and start learning how to self-heal and take responsibility for your health. Because if you don't do it, nobody else is going to do it. And you're going to, you could end up in the same situation Justin did and maybe not be as fortunate, right? Where you, you run into a friend and it's like, I need to take you to the hospital. So besides that, if you do or know anybody that does stroke out, they need to get into a hyperbaric chamber immediately. The faster, the better. And like, because a lot of times like, dude, when I was growing up, there was this guy that worked with my dad on the state highway department. His name was Art. And his arm was like all like twisted up like this, you know. And it was because he stroked. He had a stroke back in the day. And then his left side kind of got paralyzed. It's kind of his face a little bit and his left arm. And he was the coolest dude. It was like, I remember Art Norvella. They were really nice. I, friends of my dad. I mean, just like great people. But he had the stroke. Now, if he would have been able to get into a hyperbaric chamber within 12 hours or less or 24, the sooner the better. What I've what I've heard and I is that you don't get the symptoms like that, right? Hopefully people don't do that. But now, if you have had a stroke like Justin has, then it's time to do some serious hyperbaric. And we've been talking about that. I mean, you've done a couple, but what what you really need to do is like thirty or forty days of ninety minute sessions every day, and that's going to help you bring your brain back. That's going to really assist your speech therapy that you're doing. So that's the next thing for Justin. He's completely taken control of his health. He's been taking control of his life. He's got his business back rocking. Um, and, you know, he's smart, too, because he got into podcasting because podcasting is it's growing. It's growing leaps and bounds. It's, it, you know, TV is kind of fading. You know, there's older people watching TV and stuff like that. But people are going to podcast now to get the truth and get education. And um, his business is rocking. And, um you know, I, I you know, I, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. We'll talk about it more at the end. But I, I if you guys, if somebody wants to start a podcast, when it's done professionally, go to gmppodcastgroup.com. It'll be down there. And it's the same. He's the, he's the dude that produces the Health Hero Show. And we are like one of the fastest growing alternative health podcasts in the world. And a lot of it's thanks to, you know, Justin. You know, I had no money at one point. And he made this little video for me. And I, I saw my dream coming true through his video, the little thing he did. And then he made this other little video. It was like a little commercial. It was like a 56 second commercial was. And then, you know, it wasn't nothing, but to me, it was everything. It took him, I don't know what it took you, but then he made this four or five minute video and we still have it. It's on the website. It's the about us video. And it's like, you know, my, my former wife playing the piano, we took a little bit of that off of there and, and she was just learning the piano. We put that on there. That's the background music. And, and he told the story about my brother and, we kind of scripted that out and then he he made that video um well actually i he just said he was going to make it and i don't even know if i was a part of it or what but um i i had to read read a few things you helped me read a few things and you put it together and then you played it and that's when it that's when it became real for me i'm like wow this is really going to happen like because i had no tech skills dude i i didn't know how all that stuff worked i was a financial advisor you know i did paperwork and i talked to people and i was an educator uh, coach and stuff but i didn't know how to do that digital stuff but you like let's like made it real for me and that really inspired me to like wow i can actually do this and then you're like dude i can produce your freaking podcast for you and i'm like really I'm like okay so we just 
started it in the basement fall of 2019 and it would been on my goal sheet since 2015 actually my vision board since 2015 big letters podcast i just didn't know and it finally manifested in the proper time in the right place at the right time because i wasn't ready back then and that's how it all manifests and that's how it all started so it's just really cool and i'm really proud of you and excited for you with what you've got going on there's more healing to do you're going to get healthier. You're going to continue to get better. Your brain's going to work better because we have other things. And I'm learning new stuff too, dude, that I think is going to help you besides the hyperbaric for your traumatic brain injury. And um, I, I need to hook you up with Sean too. I want, I want you guys to talk and compare notes. So remind me to do that. You can shoot me a text. Yeah, but before we wrap up, I want you to talk about your dad. Tell about tell us about your dad and what's, what's happened with him and what he's up to. Okay. And I didn't mention this, which I should have. <laughs> he had a stroke as well. Um, my dad, he, he was always a physical person. Uh, my dad, uh, he drove, uh, um, he, he drove, uh, tractors, uh, he drove cats, uh, he worked at the shipyards. He, he always did that heavy duty type work. Um, he was a long haul driver. He had a, you know, class, uh, class A license. And, but he was always physical, always going to the gym, always working out. He was a real physical guy growing up. I never saw my dad fat. And then, um, as an adult, he got addicted to drugs. <laughs> and um, but my dad was always mentally tough. And then he, he realized that wasn't a part of his life. And he he really he brought himself out. He gained a little weight. Um, he picked himself up off the ground. And this was around his you know fifties. And then uh, he got back into the gym, got his life back on track, and uh, man, he uh, he was he was he was he was everything was all right. And then he was driving. Uh, I think it was he was around in Arizona uh, in his truck, and he had the same symptoms as my sister. He was kind of confused, and he called my brother, and then my brother. Uh, you know, said that you're, you know, you, you need to get help right away. He got him, uh, uh, got him into a hospital, um, and he had a, he actually had a stroke, and it affected his left side uh, of his body. Yeah, like my dad's buddy Art. Yeah, um, and then uh, my dad was like, "Whoa, is there something going on?" And so my dad did the same thing. He, you know, kind of followed uh, the same trail, same path. He started eating better. Uh, he started looking into foods, and uh, he changed uh, his way and drink more water. And he just, man, he just went to town about his physical activity. And he's uh, he's 70, 75 years old, and he's at his body percent fat. Body body fat percentage is around six percent. And he looks like he's 50. And he, uh, I introduced uh, the gut cleanse and the green 85 to him. And he was like, this is the holy grail. And he he had never ever tasted anything like it. And he looked like he, oh, he, well, he does, he does uh, participate in uh, seniors uh, bodybuilding contest. I mean, he, he's really awesome. Yeah, six percent, dude. He's ripped. Yeah, he's ripped. Um, 
on the pot, well, on the video part, I, I'll show. I'll actually flash a picture uh, of what he actually looks like. But uh, yeah, yeah. Don't flash it. Put it up there for a little bit. <laughs> Take no, no, a good look, there. man. No, no. And he, and he has a green eighty-five in his hand, and he he like <laughs> he can't live without the stuff. Um, that and then uh, the new turmeric. <laughs> he just loves yeah. that turmeric. Um, but yeah, he uh, he he works out. At Seventy-five years old. Um, three times. Well, no, he works out every day, and I would say about three hours a day. Uh, he goes. He goes to the track. He can run. I don't know six miles easily. Um, yeah, seventy-five. Seventy-five. Yeah. Seventy-five years old, and you know, definitely diet. Awesome, dude. Water. Um, yeah, loves the green. Yeah, success fun. leaves clues, man. So if you're, if anybody's listening and. You're thinking, wow, I could, you know, I'm 55 and I can barely move or I'm 35. <laughs> I can't even move. Yeah. You can rebuild yourself. Justin's dad did it. He's yeah. 75. Proof's in the pudding. You know, I've done it. Justin's doing it. We're always doing, I mean, we've done it, but we're still doing it. It's never going to end. We're always trying to get healthier. What's the next level of energy? What's the next level of feeling good? What's the next level of better sleep? What's the next level of your skin glowing? Like just whatever. It's like youth vitality like if you're gonna live and you get we're so blessed to have this this body and this opportunity to be here and to create and grow like why not have it all why not really be happy and have a great relationship and have great relationships with your kids and and if in in a great relationship with yourself that's a good place to start and great physical body and great sleep and all that stuff and enjoy wonderful delicious foods that support the body in the natural way and like why not have it all? And if you're just kind of stuck, I always tell people, if you're lost in these areas, focus on your health. Just go to that spot because that's the one that's the one tide that can lift all boats. I mean, would you say that has has all is the rest of your life gotten better in your relationships and everything because of you started focusing on your health? Yeah, yeah, everything. Family, business, everything. Um, I'm just a happier person. And I, th I think it's important to mention, Tim, that during this recovery period, you know, I, I go to my doctor, you know, Western, and, you know, I bring the supplements. I'm like, cause she's like, wow, you are making improvement. I, I wish, you know, all my uh, patients would do this, you know, really take their health this seriously. And then she goes, what, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm, these are the things that I, I'm taking, I'm putting in my body. Um, I don't, you know, don't crave food. I don't eat before uh, noon, and I don't eat after six o'clock. And I don't, I don't have these cravings anymore. And what really satisfies me is, is, is what's in these products. And Tim, your products made me look at what's in those products, and then do and study each ingredient differently. Learning about uh, moringa leaf and dandelion. Because you know, you think of dandelions, you think it's a weed in your <laughs> that you, you right. know, put some killer weed killer on it, and I'm just like, no way, you don't kill that. That's you know, that's my mentality now versus mm -hmm. to where it was. But going back to my doctor, and she's like, wow, this is incredible. And as I uh, you know, routinely get my uh, checkups, I was slowly you know getting pills taken away well you don't need that anymore and and all of a sudden i was like wow you're gonna be you're gonna be done um this is really remarkable because most people are on um 
blood pressure medication for the rest of their lives once they start taking them. And yeah, 47% of adults. Yeah, yeah. And Think about that. There's a big business behind that. Yeah. I would love to have 116 million clients taking gut detox and, and green 85. Yeah. Just think what the quality of, just think of half the adults in America went on our program, what would happen? Yeah. And I really like the three thing years, about, this country could half our people could heal themselves. Yeah. I really like to thank my doctor because I went through several doctors because they would all just say the same thing. And then that blood pressure medication will just make you feel awful. And it's just like, well, no, you need to take this because you know, da, 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 your, your uh, family history that, you know, I just kept hearing the same thing. And then I, I you know, I went to my uh, provider health and I said, I want, I want a specific doctor, you know, one that really cares that that's really going to help me get off of this stuff. And, um, and really be honest with me. And then they, they said, well, this is one doctor, but she don't take do intakes. And I said, Hey, this is my story. And she accepted me and she really listened to me and, um, really she didn't reject anything that I brought in. She looked at it, looked at the ingredients. She goes, man, I, you know, one day she says, I brought, uh, I think it was, uh, I can't remember which product it was. And I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm taking. And she looked at it, looked at the ingredients and, um, she goes, wow. Uh, I, I need to get some of this myself. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It, it was really awesome. And she, she really encouraged me to continue on that regiment. And she goes, if this works for you, because it's obviously working when I look at your labs, um, you you continue to do that and you'll be free of this. Mm-hmm. And you already read the text a few weeks ago, you know, my last potassium pill, you know, that I was taken every day. Um, I was off of it. And um, yeah. What's that like, man, now that you're off all medications? How does that feel emotionally? Well, it feels great, you know, especially after my last, uh, you know, blood pressure reading and, and, you know, since I've been off the medication. Um, yeah, you feel like, you know, you, you work, you train for a marathon and um, you actually, you, you get to the competition and, and you finish. And, you know, no one can ever take that away from you. So you, you feel like, okay, and I feel like I've added I don't know, 10, 15, 20, maybe 20 years to my life. And, um, yeah, I just turned 50. Um, and I'm older than my eldest, uh, uh, sibling who, who my sister died at 46. And I just feel, I just feel fantastic. I really do. And, uh, you know, when people come in my business, they see it, it's nice, clean, it's structured. Um, um, you know, they say I look great and I inspire them um, to try to do something about their health and, and change their habits, you know. Yeah, let's talk about that. You've started inspiring a lot, actually a lot of other people because a lot of people knew you. You you yeah. were in contact with a lot of people. Like your your kids, your kid's mom, like your youngest boy's mother, what's happened to her? Oh, yeah, yeah. She, um, <laughs> you've met her. Yeah, she, yeah, she got she had her issues with addiction and um, she got herself uh, clean and um, she ballooned. She gained like, ooh, 
100 pounds or maybe even more, maybe 120 pounds from where she was or, or even more. Um, and um, she saw, you know, you know, kind of my trans, uh, how I transformed and my habits. And we, we would argue a little bit about, you know, eating. She was in denial and, and resisting, um, but she too, uh, took the green 85 and some of the supplements and she was like the stuff it it really works and um, so I'm like yeah you can do yourself and so she got on the track and it's been I would say about two years but she's down uh, 85 pounds and uh, she's on, on her way back to being the gorgeous uh, woman she was when I met her and not that she wasn't she's not always gorgeous but you know hey she's Healthy and fit. Healthy and fit. And and, yeah. and 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 gaining that confidence back that she can, uh, you know, tackle the world, you know, and be an inspiration to others. And so, uh, yeah. That's awesome, dude. She's fantastic. Change yourself, change your world. You're a living, breathing example of it. And, dude, again, I want to thank you for um, everything that you've done for me. Um, I want to thank you for what you've done for yourself, the inspiration you're doing to everybody that comes into contact with you and um it's like and really you know having the confidence knowing that your brain still isn't functioning like guys he just did an a little over an hour with me and he's got his business rocking and rolling and he had seven strokes seven mini strokes so he's rebuilding his brain he came on here and did a pretty darn good job uh, i think your brain is since i first met you your sentences and every structure to just 10, 20, 30 times better, bro. It's like things are going well for you. I'm excited. There's more stuff down the road. There's a lot more we can uh, work with you on and help you with that. But um, just kudos to you. And if anybody wants to have a guy with a good heart and who can tell a damn good story and wants to get their podcast launched or step their podcast up, uh, just go to gmppodcastgroup.com. That's GMP podcastgroup.com. I'll put it in the show notes and reach out to Justin and, um, and check check out what he's got going on over there. So Justin, again, dude, thank you so much for coming on. That was awesome. And I want to thank all the listeners around the globe for tuning in. Uh, I hope that you were inspired by this episode. Um, I hope that if you know anybody, unfortunately, it's, there's a lot of people like there's 116 million in the United States with hyper blood, high blood pressure and hypertension. They could stroke out like this would be a good episode to send to them so they can listen because they need a little love. They need a little, you know, um, a little sunlight shining through these dark clouds. There's a ray of hope for them. And that ray of hope is themselves and them taking action. And we just happen to have a few little things that we share with people like drinking water. And we have a few products that help out and we'll just kind of nudge them a little bit and get their energy back and, and get them, get them going again. So we'd love to help them. So share the episode and like, and subscribe and do all that stuff. And until next time, change yourself, change your world, and we'll see you again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening again to the Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world, and we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to the Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs>